Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Know We How. It is March 3rd and I am Tracy Paso, your host, joined this week by my lovely co-host Maxine Tatlunghari. Happy International Women's Month. <laughs> woo, woo. It's our month. It's our month. It's our month. <laughs> Speaking of that, Monday night at the West Hollywood City Council meeting, Shannon Morton from Black Women Lead, who was our guest two weeks ago, she received a proclamation from Councilman John Erickson honoring the work that Black Women Lead do for the community. That's really well deserved. I know. I'm so excited. I know she's got so many conversations going on about so many programs in West Hollywood, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her getting more involved in the city. Yeah. So um, I had an interview with Seppi last Friday about um, the social justice task force that she's putting together that I told Shannon about on our, yeah. last, on our podcast, and Shannon had um, just jumped off an interview with her. So, I don't know, it's it's kind of exciting. And then earlier today, I was talking with a woman named Tanya, who works for an organization called Moms Clean Air Force, and really has a commitment to environmental justice, especially for communities of color. They have over 93,000 members in California alone. And I immediately thought of Shannon. Um, I was telling Tanya, I'm like, you have to meet my friend Shannon. She's so powerful. I think you guys would really get along. So I want to connect them. And isn't that what this is all about, Tracy? It's just like finding the connections and um, seeing things grow organically. It it really is. And speaking of Shannon, we should have had her on again today because I connected her with my friend Ron, who has City Pack, and they do these fabulous backpacks that they hand out to the homeless. And I thought maybe that he could connect, they, those two could connect because Shannon started this program with the hygiene kits down in Skid Row. And as we were on the conversation, of course, she's found a new program, Maxine, and she's going to be doing, she sent me a one sheet. I looked at it and basically she's doing a program called Portraits for Paws. And it, what it is, is black women lead. She's doing a pet pantry for homeless uh, dogs because Aww. she's been, you know, she's on the street so much walking around and doing programs. And she's just noticed a lot of dogs accompanying homeless women, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because of the protection issues. Um, so she's got three dogs of her own. And so she's starting a new, yet another program. I don't even know how she finds all the time. I, I don't either. I mean, that woman has got the heart of gold. I spent a little bit of time today trying to figure out how he's going to connect her. And I, I have some ideas around that. Anyway, um, speaking of dogs, I have to say, if people don't know, Lady Gaga's dogs have been returned. Uh, I was curious about that. It was a horrible incident that happened uh, last week in the neighborhood. And I read where um, a woman returned the dogs to the LAPD and they're still trying to figure out what happened, but wanted everyone know that Lady Gaga's dogs are back safe and sound. All right. Well, let's move on to a happier note in food and fashion. Let's go into our segment of food and fashion. Well, let's just start right on off with Dine LA. It has kicked off. It kicked off on March 1st on Monday and it's running all the way through March 14th. That's kind of one of our, our things. We love Dine LA. Oh, we love Dine LA. We love to eat. <laughs> you know what? We should call the segment just food. <laughs> it's really just food. That's it's just food. It's really kind of exciting. You know, things are opening outdoors again. And there's all this talk about Garcetti, you know, lifting it and indoor dining possibly returning really soon. 
Um, and one of the places that I had the pleasure of visiting um, pre-pandemic was the One Kitchen by Chris Crary, which was a divine dinner. I had that with Rachel, um, you know, just crazy good. And so they've got an offer right now with lunch at $25 and dinner at $45. Ooh, yeah. I, I took a quick peek because I was wondering who was on there. And Gracias Madre has a lunch and dinner as well as Granville's offering lunch and dinner and Hugo's lunch and dinner. And then um, La Boheme is offering dinner. And I saw this really cute thing um, on Instagram where they were doing like a community happy hour. Like you buy one drink and then the second drink is on them. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) That was our little Halloween spot, right? Um, That was our Halloween spot. Yeah. So that I thought that was really cute and smart. And, um, you know, their patio, they've done such a good job out there. It's really cute and um, pretty safely distanced. So, yeah, community happy Mm. hour. And then Mm -hmm. Tess is also offering dinner. Yes. And my favorite, the Tower Bar is offering a three-course lunch. I think I'm going to have to go over there and check that out. That, That Tower Bar is my favorite. So good. And the views are crazy. Um, And that's a really good price point for a three course lunch, 35 bucks. Right. I know. All right. And we, we have bistro um, with lunch and dinner and toku unagi sushi with dinner. Wow. So many fun things. So make sure you check out, we'll put a link, um, support your restaurants with all those wonderful things going through March 14th. Make sure that you make your reservations because, uh, you know, those outdoor patio spaces are limited. So please make sure you make your reservations ahead of time. Yeah. And I think, I think I might be like ready to kind of hit a patio again. And so I've been getting some recommendations from some of our friends. Um, our friend Freema is visiting right now from Miami uh, and has gone to a couple of spots in Beverly Hills, which she found some of them a little too busy for her taste, but she really liked for the spaciousness and how well they were um, set up was Italy, the Italy rooftop. I think you told me about that one too, Tracy. And well, that's our favorite. <laughs> that's our favorite place, Maxine. I mean, that's, we love that place. <laughs> that's our post movie jam. And then um, she also said Bottega Louie here in West Hollywood had a really nice patio. So I think that might be my first pick. And then Max, my, you know, husband who owns the clinic and has been as COVID conservative as me, in fact, has not dined at all in a year. Uh, What? Yeah. He has not been out to dinner for an entire year. Um, Went to Spartina on Sunday brunch and said that he felt totally fine. So I think those are three picks that, you know, we should, we've been to all of them. Well, I haven't been to this Bottega Louie yet. I've been to the one downtown, but they all sound really good. So I think that any of these sound like good choices and then any like the, our Dine LA choices all sound really good too. So I think I'm kind of like at that ready point. Okay. Well, let me know. And speaking of Farima, I actually on earlier this week on Monday, I met her over at the Lapeer hotel. It was like four o'clock on Monday and we had a nice glass of wine out there. They're doing a happy hour and that was lovely. And I can definitely recommend that as well. And it's, you know, I just, we love the Lapeer. I mean, you know, if we can go on and on and on and, you know, in that uh, dining room, Maxine, they have an, like an artist studio and the artist was there, James Peter Henry. And I spoke to him and he's so lovely and it's just so fun and magical over there. The Lapeer Nick has done such a good job bringing in so many different fun elements. Yeah. We had talked a little bit at one point about maybe having James on the show. 
I saw something on Instagram that I was a little excited about. You're going to laugh at this. And it was a post. I guess I follow Lisa Vanderpump on Instagram. <laughs> or maybe it was on Twitter. I think it was on Twitter, actually. She was out in Beverly Hills, but she said that she was really excited because restaurant workers are getting vaccines. And I think I took that to mean that maybe we'll see an opening of her restaurants in West Hollywood with Pump and Tom Tom. Yes, and Tom Tom. Fingers crossed that hopefully um, those will be opening up because they have been dark for nearly a year on that block. Yeah. Well, my morning vaccine this morning started out. I went to BBCM, the butcher, the baker, the cappuccino maker. Did you love it? I <laughs> I loved it. They have this beautiful back patio area in the parking lot that is just so charming. No, and no I, I haven't seen that. Oh my gosh, you are going to flip out. And so I got there, I arrived around like 10 o'clock and it was getting ready to rain and they were pulling all the cushions in from everywhere and they mm -hmm. almost didn't seat us. But we found a spot under an umbrella in a corner, um, like on the indoor, on the, the front patio, not indoor patio. And I had to have one of those beautiful lattes. They are quite beautiful. I, I mean, I can't even, they, that is more than a work of art. I don't even understand what's going on with that. And it brought me, they just placed it down and I was so excited and it brought so much joy to me. And it was so fun to drink because the design on top kept its form as you were drinking down. And it was amazing. And I ordered a little bite to eat. I had a little nosh. I ordered these bacon scones with whipped butter. And I think there was like this honey chili oil in it. Oh my goodness. It was delicious. Yeah. The food at BBCM is really good. I'm really glad that I made it over there. Um, and I posted it on my Instagram. Perhaps Lauren will share it on one of our stories. Anytime I need a cheer up, I'm going to go over there and just sit down and have a latte. I mean, there was a time yeah. there. I was there like every weekend. Oh, it, it's really wonderful. I, I can't believe it's taking me this long to get over there, but anyway, all right, <laughs> moving on. Um, this weekend, I was also back at Madre. I'm having some talk. It was such a beautiful weekend and I was out there. And so I was having, ta I had two tacos and a beer and they had the inside. I sat against the inside dining room and they had wonderful Mexican music playing and it's just so wonderful. And I'm so excited they're open. And I noted that the Pozole is now available at the West Hollywood location, which is a new addition. I, I know Lauren will be excited about that. And also their happy hour is returning on March 3rd. I think I ordered once from there, but I have not been in. Okay. Well, when you're ready for tacos and cerveza, you let me know. Although, you know what? With it, like these rainy days, that pozole and a beer sounds really good. I love pozole. Actually, maybe I should order that for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, um, Postmates. <laughs> Yes. And then lastly, in our food section, uh, Little WeHo adjacent, my favorite found oyster with outdoor dining open up. They have a little outdoor space they've built in front of the restaurant, Maxine, they call it the boat dock. It's really <laughs> cute. And I went and had oysters. It was fabulous. And uh, I saw a note on their Instagram that brunch is back over there and their seafood platters 
look incredible. I can't even tell you the oysters were amazing and the pie was like crack. So <laughs> anyway, that's the update on, on found oyster, not much in health and wellness. I was asked this past weekend, if I knew of any rooftop yoga that was happening, the only thing I've seen was that full moon rooftop yoga that was happening at the Montrose. And I did see that their sister hotel, La Park, over by you, Maxine, was also offering rooftop yoga. Uh, but I promised my friend that I would take a look. So uh, we'll take a look at that and see if we have anything being offered by Artha and Sweat Yoga above Sprouts. Uh, Maxine, I don't know if you've seen anything about yoga. I haven't, but you know I'm a Pilates girl. So I'm obsessed with finding some rooftop Pilates. Okie dokie. Well, we still have to go check out Carrie's sure, too. In her, in her glam tent. And on today's neighborhood segment, I am so excited. We have some very special guests. We have the father and son team from Mystery Peer Books. And for those of you that don't know about Mystery Peer Books, which is hard to believe, I am so excited for you to meet our guests. Let me tell you a little bit about Harvey and Louie. They are a father and son team who opened Mystery Peer Books in a charming English green bungalow located down a narrow alley on the Sunset Strip on August 9th of 1998. Within a relatively short period of time, it had gained an enormous popularity with the film and television industry, selling their first editions of collectible literature as gifts for the major award shows, as well as for film and TV start and wrap presents to the various directors, stars, and major production personnel. They carry exclusively first edition literature, including collectible books, both fine and rare, that are mostly signed, rare cinema materials, Rips and signed by the shop's many celebrity clients. One can find first edition signed books by the likes of Dickens, Hemingway, D.H. Lawrence, and even the great Harry Houdini on their shelves. In addition to presenting for sale a full range of acknowledged American and British high spots, classics and modern first, the gleaming wooden shelves in this gorgeous three-room bungalow stock a wonderful section of antiquarian children's classics, mystery and detective, cinema rarities, and the very best of true crime. Mystery Peer Books is internationally renowned and is called one of the most important first edition bookshops in the U.S. and is listed number one in the 10 best hidden gems of Los Angeles. Welcome to We Know We How Harvey and Louie. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Uh, a pleasure. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love your accents too. And I'm, I probably slaughtered a couple of those words and you, you gentlemen can <laughs> antiquarian. Did, but what nothing, did I miss? That's so, that's we're, so right. we're nothing if not incredibly polite. <laughs> no, that was very well that's done. Tough. Thank you. Okay. Except well, that's one thing, if I might correct you, it's yes. not exactly hidden. Um, thank God it's not a hidden treasure. Um, <laughs> We're delighted that it really is called one of the three most important first edition shops in America. We're thrilled and we're always eternally grateful. Oh, well, I, you know, it, it may not be hidden on the international, you know, spectrum of first edition bookshops, but, um, and I know Harvey, I, I talked to you a week or two ago when we were talking about having you as a guest on the show. I think it was you that answered the phone and you said, well, I think, uh, I can't believe that nobody really knows. Everyone knows about us. And I had, I had mentioned some friends of uh, you to some friends of mine who also did not about know about Camel Delirium. And I'm always delighted to let people know. So I, 
I love it. And it is a hidden treasure and it's down this alleyway. And we have, unless you know, it's there, you don't know it's there. And if you haven't been, I'm going to tell all of our listeners, put your mask on. And after this episode, go find them, wander in, bring your credit card, bring your check books because it is so amazing in there so enough okay I don't want to talk anymore <laughs> let's get right into it so for our listeners out there that don't know about you I know it's really hard to to know that um can you guys tell them a little bit about the magic that happens when they walk through the door that front door of your charming shop and what I mean it is just such a wonderful world of mystery and treasures. So tell us a little bit about what you have there at Mystery Pier Books. Oh, happy to do so. When you come in here, it really is, even for, this is Harvey speaking, even for Louie and I, when, and we've been here for almost 23 years, when we come in every day, it's it's just an enlightenment. You walk in here and, and as you well know, it's like coming into another world. It's It's a charming atmosphere. Every book in the shop, every single book, is a true first edition. And it's collectible literally. Everything in here, aside from Louis and I, is highly collectible. It's not only, you know, signed Dickens and Hemingway and Faulkner and, and these treasures, unique stuff like incredibly important documents signed by Dickens, signed by Queen Victoria. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got items that are so incredible that like Louis and I are always amazed. We think, my God, I didn't know we had this. All these important books, first edition signed by Churchill, by every important author that you can imagine. And if it's not here in the shop, it's then it's in our storage facility, um, which we which we bring in. And this time of the year is, is um, really our busy, other than Christmas and so forth, is really busy for us because it's the award season. And we do, um, we sell a lot of gifts for the Oscars and the Globes and all the award shows, uh, which is very satisfying because a lot of our stuff in terms of Hollywoodiana got a lot of movie stuff. So because we have so many celebrity clients, um, we have a lot of scripts that are signed by them. And we have a lot of books into film, which is a category that we've started uh, ages ago books into film so we have the first edition books signed not only by the authors of the books but by the stars of the movies and it's very attractive for collectors of course you have Anne Rand you know that's one of my favorite books is Fountainhead well you know Ayn Rand I was a friend of Ayn Rand in New York Ayn Rand oh. and her husband Frank O'Connor were neighbors of mine and um, I was very involved with that in New York so we have all of Ayn stuff we've got in fact, not only do we have Atlas Shrugged and uh, The Fountainhead and Anthem and We the Living, because she was not a prolific author. Um, we've got all the books that she's written. But we also have all the objectivist pamphlets, because as the founder of the philosophy of objectivism, um, she started, um, she and Nathaniel Brandon, who was a sort of protege, started a lecture series in New York. Uh, and I was involved with that. And so I have all those original pamphlets all the original objectivist pamphlets, a lot of Ayn Rand stuff. Wow. That I'm so glad that you mentioned that. That's so fascinating. I mean, you could just, Oh, I, I need to come see you guys when this rain stops. I, I need, need to come see you this week. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have so much fun looking in there. Cause like all, I remember all my childhood favorites are in there. And, you know, as I was looking, um, doing some research, uh, before the show last night, I was wondering, do you guys have any Dostoevsky in there? <laughs> 
well, funnily we, enough, we, we did. We, we, we do, and we did. We had um, a marvelous set of the in Russian of the Brothers Karamazov, which we sold a long time ago, and and then we also had the um, Crime and Punishment. Remember that? Yeah. And we uh, another set of. I think the, we had another one. I think we have the first edition in English of Crime and Punishment yeah. still in storage. We bring it in. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. So our listeners, you can get an idea of what is going on in there. And I'm like, I am very serious when you go in, um, bring your checkbook and uh, your, your black Amex, cause you are going to probably want to purchase a lot of things over there. Well, I want to ask you both, you know, um, it's been a year now that we've been in this crazy pandemic situation and, you know, you guys aren't in hospitality, but it, what impacts did COVID have on your business and did you have any pivots, pivots about that? Can you tell us a little bit about the, the last year for you guys or maybe your business increased? Well, the, what did increase was the, the online business increased. Um, what, did, what decreased was um, the flow of foreign visitors, both international and, and other out-of-state visitors. Um, who were able to get in touch with us through the internet, but not in person. Yeah. And that was unfortunate because we love, we love the human contact. You know, we've got so many customers and clients who've become friends. And a lot of the, um, the celebrity clients that we have um, would come in regularly. Uh, and, and unfortunately, that's not, that's not the case. But otherwise, so what do you yeah, think? But we also make sure, you know, everyone that comes in is masked, um, you know, and we've got, as you, and I'm not sure if you realize, but we also have um, hand sanitizers. So, I mean, in that regard, we're good in that regard because, and we've, I mean, there is a sign saying if you do not have a mask on, you know, do not come in, um, which is crucial, especially these days. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. have the business. Um, Business-wise, a okay. lot of. Thank God it's okay, you know. And when we were told to, we were able to reopen, we've been we've been open since then. Yeah, we had to close. I think it was well, about three or four it? months we were closed. Yeah. Oh, you were. You guys had to close down yeah, because we, remember we, were when it was home. we were considered you know non-essential at the time, and everything was shut down. So, did your online business was that able to continue yeah. um, when things were okay? So that was. So that- and let me ask you about the, the so the online sales. You know, when you're buying like first editions. Do, does it matter like um, if people can't actually pick up and look at the book and flip through it? Like, how, does that how does that translate we, into these rarities? We actually always say to somebody if they have interest in some, we'd be more than happy to send you detailed photographs or detailed descriptions since they're not able to come on in. Um, like, for example, with our Instagram account we, or, or the website, we'll have people call up and do you still have that item? Can I have a better look at it? Can I? Can you take a better picture of the jacket or whatever? Mm-hmm. Louis is very good at the photographs so, and all of that, the media stuff. So he takes detailed photographs and sends them. But oh. it's, it's obviously, look, if you're going to spend $10,000 or $5,000, you, you want to be able to pick up the book and look at it, look through it and so forth. But um, sadly, that, that can't be. But when people come in now, we very politely and respectfully ask them not to touch the books but that we will happily show them them anything they want to see and we'll open to any page they want so Mm. everything and show them but nonetheless you know as as any business we're handicapped by not having the people you know come in in the normal flow that they would uh, under regular circumstances 
Yeah, well, I don't know how recent those pictures are on your Instagram, but um, I've seen some uh, celebrities of late that you've been posting on that. So they'll still come in. I mean, uh, you know, a couple of the people who have their, you know, can fly privately are able to come in. Or oh, they'll call and say, you know, can we come on in? Can you please lock the shop up? Can, can you share with us, like, maybe some of your, um, I don't know, more notable, not that they're more notable, but I don't know, some of your, not favorites, I don't know, we'll say that, just some of the celebrities that come into your shop, how, we'll just generalize well, yeah, it. I mean, we, the, a lot of the people over the years have become flea of the, of yeah. the Chili Peppers, has been coming, has become a good friend and a wonderful, wonderful client. And he's like a family. Louis was, he's such a remarkable guy. He's been coming to us for over 20 years. And at one point, fairly recently, Louis was ill. And, you know, one day I came in here and the phone rang and it was Flea. And he said, I just got to tell you, how's Louis? I've been praying every day in my prayers at the studio for Louis. And now what celebrity would, would be sensitive and kind enough to do that? I mean, he's a remarkable guy, Flea. Remarkable. And, you know, there are people that we're fond of. Barry Gibb is another one. Johnny Depp certainly is. Johnny's been coming to us for so many years and is always so gracious and always so lovely. You know, um, uh, Tony Hopkins. Um, Seth MacFarlane is also one of the nicest men you'll ever meet. He's just mm. so charming and so nice. G- Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page. Jimmy Page is great when he comes in. Um, There's a whole bunch. A lot of I them. mean, yeah. it's really hard to pinpoint. Oh, we'll have someone call up or come in, you know, we want um, a certain A-lister, um, I don't want to name this individual, um, has has knowledge about you, has been in a few times, can she buy these books? And, you know, if and she could return them, you know, the ones that she doesn't want, and she, by all means, you know. So we do that as well. So it's, it's a bit of everything, but when they come on in, they're just lovely. Now, people are, are really great, uh, you know, whatever the press, whatever the media says about various celebrities, we tend to see another side of them. Um, so, you know, if, if there's disastrous media attention, say, to certain celebrities, we see that other side. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're just very different. And when people come in here, um, however pretentious they might be on set, uh, on set or, or in interviews with other people, um, quite often... Uh, they're intimidated by the literature. So we see another different side of them. You know, they're nowhere near as pretentious as they might appear to be. Uh, uh, and and yeah. what is wonderful is to see people who are internationally known, um, who are very literate and who are genuinely in love with these books. And that's, that's encouraging and it's lovely. And, and there are people who are like, like Tony Hopkins, for example, who's so well read, and such a delightful guy, and I've known him for a long time, and, and a genuine reader, you know. So when people come in, they're not pretentious. They're not, you know, it, it's, they just love the books. And, and the atmosphere here is conducive to a sort of friendliness. Louis and I are genuinely fond of people. And, you know, we hope that it shows. And the fact that, you know, people have read about, I mean, the people came in last week who had read about us in the London Times. 
and and you know we're thrilled to come in speaking of london has um prince harry since he's now a not resident yet. here in california not, not yet. yet okay and then <laughs> waiting on it okay not yet he's coming he's coming he and megan are coming and then uh their neighbor are there in montecito what about um miss uh, oprah winfrey has yeah, she been we've in sold, we've sold, we've sold to her but she's not yet come on in herself Ah, okay. All right. And oh, one more. How about Lady Gaga? She's, she is someone that has She's come born. in and bought from us. For <gasps> oh, I love that. She, okay. All right. She, we could she, talk days and days and days. Too. She's good. She's everything you hear about her, how wonderful she is. It's true. And it's even better. She's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love, I love hearing that about, you know, that the celebrities, it's such a, such a wonderful thing to hear. And I'm just wondering, you know, I'm going to have to come in and offline, you guys will have to share with me, you know, what, what flea is into what, what is Pixar. Um, but I don't want to take up the whole show with that. So um, early on, uh, you both mentioned some women authors, you know, March is women's history month and we have international women's day coming up this weekend. Um, so let's just talk about, um, you know, some of those those notable women writers we talked i think you mentioned uh Anne frank uh jk rowling what tell us like a couple of those things that you've got uh the special uh editions that you are carrying by one women of the authors. ones that always comes to mind and it's actually one of my favorites and i will be sad when it goes um is the margaret mitchell gone with the wind the gone with <sighs> the wind is super because not only is it a first a true first edition but it's signed by Margaret inscribed. Mitchell. It's inscribed, it's by, inscribed Margaret. by Margaret Mitchell. Thanks, Louis. Mm-hmm. It's inscribed by her to the woman who was the book buyer for Marshall Fields in Chicago when Margaret Mitchell went to do a signing there years ago when the book came out. So it's signed by Margaret Mitchell and also enclosed uh, is a card signed by Vivian Lee and Clark Gable. Oh, my goodness. That's going to go flying off so the shelves. It, we'll I have a feeling. immediately obliged to you. okay um what about i'm i'm a harry potter fan so you've got some jk rawlings in there what what have you got on the shelf we were the first people to bring harry potter to america let me was oh yep really long long time ago and uh, we were and that's a terrific story we were in london at a colleague's bookshop and this is a real fluke and there were these paperbacks that had just come in. It was in the box. And Louis said, what are these? And our colleague said, oh, it's a children's author. So Louis said, well, I'll get one of these. And I said, stupidly, I said to Louis, what do you want one of these things for? It's nothing that we would really. He said, I'll have one anyway. Well, he bought um, he bought the Philosopher's Stone, the, the initial, <laughs> the, the first Philosopher's Stone, which they changed the title in America to the Sorcerer's Stone, the Philosopher's uh-huh. Stone. And he bought the original one well, ultimately, we then we didn't know what would you know what would accrue from all of this. We began when we realized that we bought all of the books here, the first one, and then we bought Goblet. We bought them all ultimately. That first one we sold at a ridiculously low price. It ultimately there were only a, just a number of a few copies of that first um, advance. It was an advance copy, uh, Philosopher's Stone that you yeah. bought. Remember in London at the shop. And that ultimately, that copy, not his copy, but those copies sold, um, what was it, 100, $120,000 $120, for the first copy. Wow. And, we, and we got it for like nothing. 
And we, we made a good profit on it, but not 120,000. But so we still have the first copies, uh, first editions of the Harry Potter. And we have them also signed not only by, by Joanne Rowling, by J.K. Rowling, but we also have them signed by 26 members of, of the, the film cast. I want to ask you, Harvey, are, is everything in there signed or is it just like first editions and some are signed and some aren't signed? I, I guess that's probably no, a silly a, question. You can tell that I'm a novice. Every book is a true first edition, every single book. A great many of them yeah. are signed, but we have many that are unsigned. Okay. Um, just and my eyes going over to Churchill. We've got a lot of first editions Churchill, <laughs> and some are signed, some are not. We've got Prince Charles and Diana signed by. We've got a book of Prince Charles's paintings signed by both Charles and Diana, and that that there's a hold on on one of those um, as a gift for the Globes, for the. Uh, yes, because yeah. the Crown won a bunch of Globes, yeah, didn't yeah. they, this past weekend? Harvey, I have to tell you, I saw you on YouTube and you do a wonderful job. I don't know if Louis behind the yeah. camera, but uh, I don't know if you're still doing those, but I love oh, that. So I think you should yeah. continue to oh, do those. And you. Louis you were, is better at it than me. You were, I do all the, I do all the oh. video he's in front of the camera. Okay, well, are you guys still doing yeah. those regularly? Because yeah. those are yeah. awesome That's and amazing. I love those. One of the videos on Instagram, I think it was three or four days ago. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what would you say are like the top three rarest items that you guys have well, carried or that you have in there now? now just... Actually, um, is the Raymond, the codicil to Raymond Chandler's will. And he gives away his eyes. It's a very, very rare piece. Raymond Chandler is considered, of course, as I'm sure you know, uh, the master of, uh, detective of American fiction. detective fiction. And he wrote Farewell, My Lovely, and all the classic things. Anyway, we have the codicil to his will, ha typewritten with his handwritten yeah. notes on it, holograph notes, and he gives away his eyes. He talks about his funeral service. It's a, it should be in a museum. It's a remarkable piece. So that's a great piece. We also have the Queen Victoria well, with very yeah. important inscriptions in the books by Queen Victoria. In fact, we sold one. We had a Queen Victoria years ago um, inscribed by her, and it went to a very important person who want, uh, actually at we the were, time we wanted to be anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it was a first edition of Queen Victoria's book. It was reminiscences of her called My Life in the Highlands. Um, and, you know, she was so enamored and in love with her husband. In the book, she wrote the book to a nobleman and she finished a lengthy inscription in her hand. Yes, was it by Golden, Golden Precepts? Yeah, it Golden Precepts, yeah. yeah. And she finished the inscription by writing in beautiful handwriting, um, what is it? It was 52, 52 weeks since, since the sun set uh, forever. forever for the queen about her husband's death. Yeah. 52 weeks since the sunset, yeah. forever for the queen. I yeah, mean, and it was um, yeah. his grown precepts. Yeah. Um, other things that I can think of off the top, the Chandler will, I mean, the cost of the will, the Victoria. We also had, and sometimes you have sellers regret, and the one that gets me even to this day, and I'm sure Harvey will agree with me on it, was the Barnaby Rudge that we had from Beans. Oh, we had a fabulous copy of Dickens. First edition, Barnaby Rudge. And Barnaby Rudge, Dickens wrote, uh, it was about a prison, which was, at that time uh, was the most it was terrible. Newgate, it was Newgate Prison. Newgate Prison was the worst prison in the UK. 
the worst. It was the most dangerous prison. And there was a fire there. And at the time of the fire, there was a woodworker who lived nearby. And he got a couple of the beams from the prison. And out of those beams, he fashioned a copy of Barnaby Rudge. Yes. And he, he, he engraved on the top. Yeah. You know, he, 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 he hand carved Newgate Prison. On the top. The gates of Newgate Prison. So the minute you were opening up the book, you had Newgate Prison hand carved in the beam. You opened it up and it was the book. It was absolutely breathtaking. That was a regret. We should never have sold that book. Um, we now also have here individual copies of the very first separate printings of Shakespeare's plays, after 1734. Folios. The very first time they were printed separately after the folios. We have a, a several, almost a dozen copies of yeah, those Shakespeare ones, yeah. plays, yeah, from 1734. Wow, how wonderful. Uh, I, just, I get so lost in the mystery of literature. It's just so wonderful. Oh my goodness, I could talk to you gentlemen, like, just hours and hours and hours and I love coming into your shop because you're both so Thank lovely you. and so charming and so knowledgeable and you show everything oh, you're so, we're so excited just so, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yes we continue to be excited about all of these things yeah. especially as you uh probably acquire new works it's just so much fun to open the box and it's just an ongoing yeah. you know treasure treasure trove in there for everyone Wonderful. Um, well, tell our listeners um, if they want to come in and see you in person, do they need to make an appointment? Can they drop in? And then what are, what are the hours that you guys are open? Seven days a week, Monday through Sunday, from noon, well, a bridge hours because of COVID, obviously, um, from noon until five. Okay. And I want to ask, is the only entrance off the alleyway there on Sunset or is there a no, side entrance? No, you go through the, pass the passageway is the main entrance, but then there is also an entrance in the back where we have our parking. It's the adjoining the book suit parking lot. Yeah. So they can come in through the back. Like a lot of the celebrities who do don't want to be, you know, noticed will come their, their drivers will come in the back and they'll come in through the back. If you're driving down Sunset um, and you go, you go, if you're driving east on Sunset and you pass our shop, you pass book suit, you come to the next street, which is Palm. You take a right on Palm. The very first street you come to is like an alleyway. You take a right in there, and that brings you, first of all, to the book suit parking lot. And then you'll see our signs, and they can park right there and come in through the back. Okay, perfect. I personally enjoy coming off of sunset coming down through that alley because it's even more magical. And then it opens up, and there's this adorable oh, green little cottage. Kind. And it just... Oh, it just, it, it just, that's a whole journey. It's like, you know, going through the, the wardrobe and the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. I mean, you probably have we that. Do. We do, too. Yeah, we have the other couple. Yeah, we do. Right over there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's wonderful to be in this neighborhood, and it's wonderful to be in West yeah. Hollywood. I mean, our favorite, we have favorite places in West yeah. Hollywood. Pie next door is a wonderful yeah. place. We love pie. Dialogue. Louis always in dialogue. Always in dialogue. And, um, and we love La Boheme. Oh. La Boheme, we love. We were just there recently for dinner on the patio. It's a great place. And, um, and now I also like um, getting pastries at uh, Bodega Louis. Bodega Louis, yeah. Oh, you guys like to eat like yeah. I like. I love that. Well, tell me, what are some of your favorites at Dialogue? I always, I'm, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I always go for the peanut butter and jelly protein shake. They're a wonderful <laughs> family that owns family. that. They're a great family. You, you really can't go wrong with whatever you order. And they're so welcoming. They're so warm and friendly. 
Yeah, I love that little spot. I I think they have hands down the best breakfast burrito. I know that maybe like yeah. they right. And then I had um I, I don't know if it was a smash burger, but I had a couple months ago the most delicious burger from them, and I think it had oh, mushrooms and okay. onions or something on it, and it was try that then, yeah. it was delicious. So I highly recommend oh, that. But yeah, it it's lovely. About carnies and their chocolate chip cookies. Yes. And that surprised because mm-hmm. you said, oh, you have to try their chocolate chip cookies. Now, what are you talking about? And it was when I tried it, I went, okay, now I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> it's just a great neighborhood. <laughs> it I mean, really is. We, you know, we live, my wife and I live in Pam, in um, West Hollywood before it was called West Hollywood, of course. And it's, it's the best neighborhood in the world. Yeah. We love it. La Boheme is just beautiful. The patio is great. The tables are wonderfully distant nice. they're like eight ten feet apart and it's a magical atmosphere mm-hmm. at Aim. i agree i think that was one of the big wins for me with the outdoor patio dining they just transformed yeah. that parking lot to a magical lovely, little space it? well it's a great afternoon you can go up there and like grab a coffee or grab lunch at pie or somewhere nearby and then pop in and buy a book or vice versa and, and have a nice afternoon up there on our, on our infamous sunset strip yeah, in west hollywood right. we're coming to the end of our conversation in the segment um thank you so much harvey and louis for joining us you're absolutely charming and it's been a great pleasure for both of us thank you thank you for having us it is truly, I think, one of the best kept secrets and hidden treasures in West Hollywood. So go in. Harvey and Louie, you guys are there daily minding the shop. It is worth just going in and talking to these two lovely gentlemen. They are so sweet, so kind, so knowledgeable. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a great pleasure. Oh, you guys are wonderful. I'll come see you soon. Have a great day. All right. Cheers. Bye. Oh, it was so lovely and charming to talk to Harvey and Louie. I mean, I could just listen to them talk about basically the air with those two accents, Maxine. They are so, so, so lovely. And if you haven't been to Mystery Pair Books when you're ready, we have to wander in there because, oh my gosh, it is such a treat. Yeah, I, you know, I've never been in, but I can listen to um, an English accent all day. So I look forward to that. Oh, they're so amazing. And they have so many fun things in there. And I did want a a note uh, as I was talking them into the wrap up, they forgot to mention that they sell t-shirts and bags on their websites and in the store as well. So check that out. Well, WeHo Arts and the city, uh, I saw an email, they have a great lineup celebrating Women's History Month this month with a lot of activities from readings and dance and art. So make sure you check that out. Some great lineup from the city. So the city and the chamber are partnering up to put the Women's Leadership Award ceremony on again this year. It'll be on March 25th. And I was very honored to receive the Phyllis Morris Award by Jamie Adler a couple of years back and so excited to hear that our love, Katie Brightside, is the winner of that award this year. Oh, I love hearing that. I'm going to have to tune into that virtually. We'll have to put a link to the show in that. Very cool. And I have one as wrapping things up in neighborhood. It's a WeHo adjacent. Maxine, you know, I love these drive-through light shows. And this past weekend, I went to an event called Electric Mile, which is out past Pasadena. It was so much fun. 
and they've had extended the event for two weeks. So if you're looking for something fun, I mean, I've been to a lot of them and let me tell you, this thing was pretty spectacular. Um, I mean, you, the end, this is like a, a spoiler, but it, it won't until you experience it. it. Won't spoil it for you until you actually experience it. At the end, you drive through a lit tunnel and then you come out basically with this huge castle and it is amazing and it is so much fun. So check that out. If you're looking for something to bring yourself joy, those are my things. It's all about color for me this week and bringing me joy between lattes and, and, and drive through shows. I think you're going to have to do a roundup um, on just all the drive through activations you've done. I could definitely do that. I've, I've been, I've been getting around town. That is for sure. <laughs> Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode of We Know We Ho. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't been to Mystery Pier Books, please go check them out. It is truly, truly, truly a magical adventure. And uh, take my advice, go in through the entrance on Sunset so you can go through the alley and be surprised as you come out into that cute little green cottage. Um, make sure that you're following us on Instagram checking out our daily stories curated by Miss Lauren. And from West Hollywood, that's a wrap. Bye, everyone. Mm -hmm.